Oh yeah. I guess we should just talk about everything about the the thing that's unavoidable at this point. Mm-hmm. So I got in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool though. Not worth it to nope. say it. <laughs> Not at all. Was that wasn't that your first time riding Alexis's motorcycle? Yeah, <laughs> it was the first time that like I've ever. I mean, I so I rode on the back of a motorcycle one time, like when I was like what? seventeen, but like just down the road, like just You've in a neighborhood. You'd literally only ridden on a motorcycle one time before this. I mean, I'd driven like dirt bikes and things before, right? Okay. Like I grew up in the country, but dirt bikes are different than street bikes and just in like flavor and like, you know. It's also just different being surrounded by cars. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but yeah, other than that, I'd only been on the back of like a sport bike that one time for like maybe a hundred yards down just to ride on the back of my friend's motorcycle. So Mm -hmm. this is my first time like on the back of a real bike and Mm -hmm. we had a half hour drive to this like pizza meetup and back mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, on and, and we were less than like less than a mile probably away from like the, the her house. Oh, the back to the house. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. We made it all the way there and it was fine. I really got into it and it was fun as fuck, dude. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like they bef- were fun. Once I got, uh, cause but I was so worried about crashing beforehand, but I was like, you're, that's just your natural paranoia. Like trying to keep you safe. Like, this will totally be okay. You don't have anything to worry about. Here, I'll hand you. Yes, it is your natural paranoia, but also they are statistically pretty dangerous. Yeah, but I don't know. I've done like, I've done dangerous like things before, like dangerous sporty things. Like this is a very like bougie thing to say, but it's like when you're skiing and you're going really fast and like down like a difficult run or something and you have this like voice in your head. It's like, oh, hey, this is really dangerous. You probably shouldn't be doing this. But then you had this other voice in your head. It's like, yeah, but like you're a competent skier. You know what you're doing. Like just like breathe and stay calm and like you're going to be fine. Right. So I thought the that I didn't have in, that voice in my head oh. either of times that I went skiing because <laughs> I wasn't a competent skier. Oh, it was just and then panic. I got a concussion. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's what it's like for me. Yeah. But so I was like, you know, we're just going to like, we're just doing this, right? You know, and after being on the bike for a second, like I got on board. Like I was like, okay, I dig it. Like I'm having fun here. Put it over here where we can both reach it. <laughs> uh. I was like having like a good time on the back. Right. And mm-hmm. it was like, and then we're at this like, you know, motorcycle meetup and like, I was like looking at all these bikes. Oh, the, these the, like, the pizza meetup was for biker chicks. Yeah. Not just or chicks, pe- just biker people. Biker peeps. Yeah. And so I'm just That's sitting there. That's funny. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there looking at all these cool motorcycles and I'm just like, dude, like, you know, all these Getting like home motorcycle positive. All these, yeah. All these cool girls are like riding motorcycles. Like maybe I'll get this motorcycle. Like I'll just save that was the universe's like, way of saying, do, do not, not get a motorcycle. Bitch, you can be stop. friends yeah. and lovers of bicycle <laughs> bike people, but no. Yeah. It was probably your fault that y'all got into the accident. You probably leaned wrong or something. No, it actually wasn't our fault, thankfully. No, just yours specifically. Oh, yeah. I brought it upon us. <laughs> you probably did something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I got into a motorcycle accident. And on the way home, right before we got home, and, you know, we hit the back of this truck or whatever, glanced off this truck or whatever. And then I just, it was wild because I just remember being like, this is happening. Like, die. like, God damn it. Like, and then, you know, all of a sudden yeah. I'm it, rolling across the ground and then I'm just like, my head hits the ground and thankfully I had a helmet on. And like, uh, I remember just looking up and like my, just seeing like across that stereotypical shot you see in fucking movies. Mm. of just like staring across like asphalt and like headlights, like down Mm -hmm. the road. And I was just like, Oh fuck dude. Mm -hmm. And like, I sat up and like got off the road and like this, uh, someone was like, do you need anything? I was like, just, I need someone to get this helmet off me. Like I Mm -hmm. can't, I had gloves on and mm-hmm. so like they got the helmet off me because I thought I was going to vomit. Yeah. Like the adrenaline oh, that just like in the helmet. I was like, and then I was like, bitch, I am not this doing not my this. Fetish. Yeah. Not again. Um, <laughs> and so like this dude helps me take my helmet off and like then <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm answering questions like the EMS come, the cops come and like, I'm like talking to them and like for me, I'm going my, you know, at, at heart am a comic just can't get away from it. And mm. so like, my way to like not pay attention to the situation isn't not, isn't just to like make jokes about it, but it's to be like as jovial as fuck. Mm -hmm. Just like, I am like chit chatting away with like these EMS people and Mm -hmm. like making them chuckle. Right. And like a podcast. Yeah, I do. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, and they were all fucking super cool. Like this lady that was like working on me was like, 
amazing. Like, you know, like at just, there's a lot going on with this medical whole medical thing. Cause servants. I was like, <laughs> and immediately, like I knew something was wrong with my arm, but like, I didn't know what, and I thought it might just be bruised and, or just like fucked up and like, you mm-hmm. know, but not broken, broken. And so like they get done asking me questions and I'm like, Hey y'all, do y'all mind? Can I, can I leave and go use the bathroom up because we wrecked right in front of this hotel. I was like, can I go use the bathroom? Like, like this best Western. They're like, yeah, sure. You're done with us. You can do whatever you want. I was like, okay, cool. So I like go up to this like best Western and I'm like in this like makeshift like sling that they just like feel did, you know, just like mm-hmm. tied a piece of cloth around. And then like, I've got an ice pack on my shoulder and like a big bandage on my back from where I've got like this like road rash. And I walk in, there's like these people sitting in the lobby at this Best Western, like talking, having a good time. And I just like disheveled, oh my like, God, disheveled you know, trans like, girl, disheveled with trans and girl <laughs> are in a sling, like fresh bangs that are all fucked up because they've been in a motorcycle panic? helmet. Are you panic walking? Are you at that no, speed? No, I have to walk slow. I'm like kind oh, of like you're slowly shuffling, shuffling. Keeping it in. Yeah, because it, it hurts so bad. But like what was happening Like at was what like, point did you have to... Oh, well, okay. So what was happening was like halfway through them talking to me and asking me questions, I was just like, oh, no. I have to take a shit. Yeah. I had to take a shit so bad. Adrenaline shit. Oh my God. This is an adrenaline. Yeah. I was like, this is the adrenaline flushing the shit from my body so I can run faster to get away from the danger. Yeah, right. Like when you, you take know? an Adderall or something. It's, no, no dude. No, I've had different types of panic shits before yeah. and nothing like this. Sure. Like, but I'm just I, saying like, I'm, I'm, that happens to me a lot. Like comedy back in the old days, especially, or like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the kind of any kind of speedy drug. Like I'm like, mm, gotta go poop, you know. Yeah. Well, so I get to this Best Western. I fucking I blow up this Best Western. I mean, Is it everything all... in my stomach just like no, it's semi solid. Semi solid. It's semi solid. Okay. Semi liquid. Right. It's a fifty fifty mix. It was really just like what ever was in my body was about to come out and so how like, big was the pile though it was this like your most poop as well no or? it wasn't the biggest i've ever done okay. I didn't you just have said a ton. you were very cleaned out yeah i mean well so i sat in there for like 15 minutes and then like uh you know like i went back outside to like go talk to alexis and like see what the deal was with like her, mm-hmm. her, how are you feeling because we hadn't talked yet yeah i just like had to go shit so bad like after answering the questions i was like i'm fucking done <sighs> So I come back down. I sit down. I talk to her. With your left hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was painful. The whole process of just like having to like having to like get dre- undressed and dressed, like pull your pants down uh, and button with one hand, like after getting fucking knocked the shit out of you, like three by three broken bones and your. Well, yeah. So we don't even know that yet. Right. But uh, but you still had three broken bones yeah. and you're wiping your <laughs> left hand. So I like, go back down and talk oh. to her for a second, and then it hits me again. It's like you're in unto shape again. Oh my like, god. Right so, now, so uh, I, I just hope someone saw that happening. <laughs> they in did because that, that family was still sitting in the like lobby, and so I <laughs> <laughs> back in and go Hot back mess to the bathroom. Girl, <laughs> clearly taking a second. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Visibly to laugh. going back for uh, seconds. Oh, oh, it hurts so much to laugh. Oh God. But, yeah, no, it's fine. It's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> And I was like, and here's the thing, each time they were laughing and having a good time until I came in and then just went dead silent until I like walked through the lobby. (laughs) Um, And so, so then I take my second panic shit and while I'm in there, (sighs) Alexis's friends who had come to pick us up, like knock on the door and I'm like, I didn't know that at first. I was like, hello, hey, who is it? And they're like, oh, it's, it's so-and-so. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, we're just here to get the bike and to like help y'all. I was like, all right, I'll. I'll be out in a minute. Just and it took like another like 15. <laughs> oh my God. This is like every it was day of like, my life. It was, like a, it was like a long panic show. Just like, cause I wanted to be sure it was all fucking done. Cause I didn't want to like be in the car going wherever we were about to go and like get hit with, I, you have to shit yourself I know. Right and I'm now. sure that was like a super, super, super bad one. I'm just telling you like, this is kind of what most of my poops are like. 15 R- minutes. That's dramatic. Dude, I don't even take like breaks at work a lot of times because oh it's just like, sorry guys, I know I was gone for, I was gone for 15 to 20 today. I'll just skip my break. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old boy lesbian, for now. 
and we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can follow us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Essentially, like, you know, we both said we didn't want to be taken in an ambulance to the hospital. One, because I wasn't sure if my arm was really fucked up at that point. $14,000. Yeah, and two, I was like, I'm not going to pay for that. Like, I'll I'll have someone. I feel like that would be. If it was my neck, fucking, like, take me now. But, like, if it's just this arm thing, I'll get it figured out. So I like feel like friends. even with the EMS, I would be on the road with broken arm being like, hey, do y'all, I'm not paying for that. Y'all charge for this because I didn't call you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need medical attention. I was tempted because I do have all these medical fetishes, right? Yeah, and like riding in the true. back of an ambulance is kind of one of them. And the EMS people that came and picked me up weren't unattractive. And so well, I was like. Well, that's probably why these insurance companies mm, don't pay for it all anymore, you know, or why they charge so much is because so many people just wanted to ride in the back of the ambulance for fun and because the EMS people are hot. Yeah. And we all have medical fetishes and so they had to start charging more because everyone was abusing it now you got to uber yeah. your way to the so i didn't do that um but the so the people came and they took us to the our friends came and they helped move the bike and then took us to the er and we get to the er and like i don't know what priority system they use to judge people as they come in but they saw us and they're like all right we're gonna get you back there uh, i was like we were in a motorcycle accident something's messed up like in here and like i'm trying i was like also do you have anything i can have to throw up in because i feel like i'm about to vomit and so like they took us to the back and you know we got separated went to different rooms and like we both had like good experiences but the wildest i mean this whole thing has just been a trip like so far as gender goes too Uh because like some you know like they like when they saw me on the scene like it took them a minute to realize that we were trans right what do you they, think they thought at first? They just thought we were like cis girls. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure we were looking fucking so good. We were such yeah. a hot. So you're saying that it was like just unfolding couple. that they're yeah, because like, like oh. they they like the dude like EMS people didn't like touch me at all hardly. It was like uh-huh. the ladies that were mostly like working on me, and then gotcha. like and then like when they finally like, asked for our IDs and got our IDs and found it, and it was like a slow unfolding. Right. Well, Alexis's ID is like she's she's a female. Uh-huh. She's got the F on there. I haven't changed mine at all. It still says You're Kevin still- Austin <laughs> Smart. Right. And so. Uh, I love that. You know, these little people are like playing their little detective games in their mind. Like, yeah. And like in this one, but maybe she hasn't changed hers yet. Yeah. Like, and so like. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's just like funny to watch like how different people encounter that and like gender you in those situations and like uh-huh. what they kind of figure out. Except I, you know, at this point, I genuinely don't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah. I just want to be taken care of. Yeah. Like, like it would, like if I had had my name changed, I'm sure it would have been fine. Yeah. Like Alexis got sheed the whole time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right. It was just like start to finish. But like since my, I had this like Kevin it was like, I, they were just like, and what's your patient name? And like, it's Kevin. You know, it's like, I'm uh-huh. not. I'm not yeah. fucking around with an explanation right now. Like I just want to get treated and like get my shit taken care of. But like, yeah, uh, you know, my attendant like f- was like smart enough. And like, so uh, like he just naturally kind of like the switch to she. Yeah. Right. And like, it was interesting to watch like doctors and people like that, like pick and choose like what pronouns to use. Right. Because yeah. like some people would just use he, him, like, because it's like, at this point, you know, especially once I'm in a fucking like gown and like my hair is all fucked yeah. up, it's like, but they could also, I mean, if you are not, if you are saying Kevin and you're not really like telling them, they could also think that maybe it's like, wait, is she a drag queen? He, maybe he's yeah. a drag queen I know, and yeah, he's on that, a date with a drag, you know, like I'm saying, it's like, there's who knows so what story was in everybody's mind. But it was just really interesting. It's like at no point in time was it ever like a negative thing though. Right. Yeah. So it was never like, a, it was never questioned. It was never like a problem it was oh like no one really treated me differently because of it which was which was kind of interesting right because what i was getting to see was like people just in doing their job like trying to make the best of a tough situation like so far as like figuring out what to say and how to address somebody yeah and i and i could have made it better by being like hey I'm trans. I do prefer she, her, but it's like, but but I'm like, but all I'm thinking is like, fuck my arm hurts. Just give me, give me drugs. I just want, I don't care what gender I am. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't, yeah. yeah, Thankfully it's not a big enough issue to me to where I was going to be like emotionally like traumatized over that. I was just like, as long as you're like 
not being weird about it. Like yeah. no one acted weird about it at all or like, you know, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, it was, it was great. Um, awesome. I, it was kind of like, cause that was like a worry from my head for a second. Right. As we were driving, going to the hospital, I was like, okay, shit's about to get real as far as the gender thing goes. Cause like the EMS people out in the field, that's a fucking small encounter and then they're gone. But like, I'm fixing to be here for a while and this is going like through insurance and like, I'm going to have to be talking to doctors. Like, what if I get a fucking like, nurse you know like emergency room nurse that like doesn't like trans people like shit like i'm that's gonna be so fucked it sounds like if right? anything it might have been better that you were trans you said they watch in right away they triage the trans people well, I, I know but i'm just saying like you know because it is like legal to refuse like help yeah the trans people but yeah but i think most people especially if you're in a in a field like medicine it's like presumably most of these people do want to help. Yeah, people. I know. But like, there's a reason they're putting all these religious Liberty laws into action. Right. Yeah. It's y'all speak, are kind it's of so doc- It was, but it's just, that's the real side of that. Right. Where, where it's you, like, was the hospital in Austin? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but I mean, like, were, chan- like, look for us, chances are, it's going to be fine. Cause we're in a hospital yeah. in North ish Austin. Like it was up near like St. Dave, uh, near the domain. It's like, North Austin Medical yeah. Center in St. David's. I don't know if y'all were out east still. No, and like, yeah, but that's the thing is like, that's one of the reasons we chose not to go to the hospital with the EMS people. I was like, I'm not going to a hospital in Maynard. Yeah. I'm not trusting, I'm not like putting my faith in like those people, which sounds shitty, but it's like, it's like, yeah, Maynard's it might not have been far a beautiful out of experience. Austin. Yeah, but Who it's knows? like, but I trusted the one in yeah. the city you more can definitely, to like, yeah. Austin is a pretty good city. Beyond the up and up, right? Kind of and like, yeah. So, but it was great. And I mean, you know, so. And the people that took care of me, by and large, were pretty fucking attractive. That's nice. Yeah, and which made it, like, really easy for you to distract myself by, like, constantly, like, flirting and making jokes. Like, not, Mm -hmm. like, sexual, sexual flirting, but, like, I'm, like, I was definitely, like, trying to keep my head working and not focusing on the pain by, like, everything they did. It was, like, thank you so much. Like, you're just like i'm like i'm fixing to compliment you on everything mm-hmm. so like you want to give me more mm-hmm. of whatever you're gonna do well, you, you know <laughs> i just want as much help as you can give me mm-hmm. you can do no wrong right and so like just like complimenting them saying thank you all the time like constantly like making s- cute small talk and like asking questions and like making jokes and cracking jokes and like not one person came and saw me that didn't chuckle you mm-hmm. know it's just like it helps to be a funny person in a bad situation. Like people like helping somebody who's like in like in a good mood, even though things are shit. Yeah, that's true. Cause like at the end of it, everybody that worked with me, they're like, Hey, we just want to say like, thank you. Like you were like an amazing, like patient, like you you were not the normal, right? Like most people like that come in, like are not like a bad place. Yeah. Or just like, or like, you know, or feel, you know, people are just cunty sometimes. Some people just like, don't, yeah. Um, and so I think that really helped because like I even asked him, I was like, like, you know, they gave me like the Laden and some other shit. And like, uh, I like was feeling amazing. Like I, I've as a drug person have always been curious what those prescription mm-hmm. narcotics are about. Right. Yeah, like I've never save one for when you're sober. I've never tried I mean, like, cause I've never tried like, uh, I'm not a big opioids person. Right. Yeah. I don't, I'm not big on pills. Um, they're fun, but for me it's just like, eh, I've done it a few times and it's nice, yeah, but you know, but I was, you can get but addicted. I was easily. in the hospital and I was like, yo, I'm like legit hurt. Like I think I'm about to get some good drugs. Yeah. And so then I got to have like this fun experience of like being like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy just kind of being fucked up in the hospital if I can. Like at least it's like I can like observe this experience and get some enjoyment out of like the answers I'm about to get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like, uh, oh yeah, I'm definitely getting (laughs) off on this later. Like there were some moments that I was like, "Mm," like them having to help me get in my gown. They're like, here, we'll try and like keep you modest. I was like, I don't no. care. <laughs> I I could not care less. Like, let's just get this. Let's fucking do this. Cause it's yeah. gonna, you know, mm-hmm. and it did hurt. And like, I think I'll be able to sexualize the pain eventually. Yeah. I'm too close now, but like, yeah, it's not I'll a possibility. A <laughs> yeah. That was we'll fucking help you keep modest. No, 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 <laughs> no, need, <laughs> no, need. no need. I need the, I'm I need, get, if I it. can get this as <laughs> close to real as I yeah. can, or as much my dreams as I can, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But That's yeah, great. and being drugged up with people like looking at you is just like a hot thing. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I was flying. And then before we left, though, I was like, hey, like, you know, so I'm, I'm going to have to get these prescription pills tomorrow. And this is going to wear off before I like wake up. Like, mm-hmm. is there any way you could like 
give me one for the road. Like, mm-hmm. give me some now to, like, leave on. Mm-hmm. And the attendant was like, uh. And he, like, looked at the doctor. And the doctor was like, yeah, give her a roadie. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> See? And that's where being cool to them yeah. comes through. When they give you an extra yeah. shot. Of- well, that's one less for the nurses to take home. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. it was... Well, that's nice. It was great. I mean, yeah, that that really helped too because like then we went to like the 24-hour HEB to fill prescriptions. But yeah, whatever. It sucks cuz like I was like I've been like mega horny ever since cuz like riding on the back of the bike like yeah. I got so fucking turned I feel like on and I was like make me horny too. Well, I was just like I was ready to go home and fuck the shit out of Alexis. Like mm. we'd been on this bike and I was like feeling like <laughs> fucking like a bad bitch and I'm like I'm going to we're going to have such good like post motorcycle riding sex yeah. like Is her bike okay? Uh I mean it'll be it's fixable, okay. right? You can it's not drivable totally but it's not like you have to buy a new bike. Gotcha. Bad. She slid it pretty well. Gotcha. But yeah, but so I went from like legit thinking about fucking her. Like that was what I was thinking about the moment before we hit was like, yeah. we're going to fuck. And then bam. And then so I, and I haven't gotten off since. Mm-hmm. And it fucking sucks because like I can't jostle my body whatsoever. It just hurts my like shoulder. Oh, yeah, I forgot. So I, I ended up finding out I broke my ulna, my clavicle, and my scapula. And I might have to have surgery pro- slash I'm like 99% sure I'm having surgery on my ulna and my clavicle to plate them back together. Yes. So, you know, six, 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 six. yeah, I, I like thought about having to jerk off because my right hand is hurt and I'm a righty. So now it's not like I can't get off with my left hand, but it's like, well, you're about to become more uh, dexterous. I know. And it's like, I wish it's like, I wish I'd put in my work beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get it? (laughs) So the other night, like, when I came home from the hospital... uh, (laughs) The night that you got into the motorcycle accident? Yeah. uh, I, like, you know, my dad came and, like, picked me and Alexis up, or Alexis and I up, and brought us P- home. Picked Alexis and me up. Okay, whatever. And like we get home, and like I like tried to call Ariel just be like, hey, like if there's any like shit laying out, like maybe like try and put it up. But if not, no big deal. Like I'm. I don't remember that part. Point. No, you hadn't. You didn't answer. Oh, I oh, know. Because I talked to you. Oh, you're saying you right before that. you got home. No, I called you like uh, from the hospital, but like you, you weren't, you didn't answer. Oh, you know, yeah. with, with good reason. Yeah. And so like uh, we, I like, I, I was like, hey, let me go in and just like make seat, make sure everything is kind of fine. And like, thank God I did. Cause like I walk in and like Ariel, the girl and another girl are just like all naked laying like asleep on our like couch, like our pulled out couch. Right. And I was just like, oh, and I turned, I was like, hey, wait out there for just a second. I was like, there are three naked people on the couch. <laughs> and then I like, came inside. I was like, hey, y'all, my dad's here. Could you please move to your room? Yeah, and we so, were all too like in that, like we had just fallen asleep probably five minutes before you walked in. So we were all in that like slightly delirious, like mm-hmm. what's happening right now <laughs> mode. Um, but I mean, you wake up pretty quick when Ava's dad is outside. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So y'all had a threesome? (laughs) We we did. Um, the girl, Ariel and I, uh, yeah, we did Molly together, um, on Saturday night at the, uh, that party and like the, each combination of us made out in turn, um, and then, you know, we each had our little connection and then Sunday and Monday. And I swear there's something in like that afterglow of, of Molly too that I often get where I get very sexual, very like just, uh, it's really the perfect place for sex stuff for me. Um, I was just like very tired each night, but still basically, you know, these women just seduce me and convince me into having a threesome with them for four or five hours. thanks i mean it was really my first threesome like i had done stuff with like me and like my first girlfriend a couple years after 
um, we, we had broken up. She had a boyfriend and like me and that guy drunkenly did some stuff to her, but it wasn't that long and no one's doing stuff to me. You know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. And another, another kind of foursome thing, kind of like that. This is my first threesome where it was just like, and really from the get go, it was like, like once we'd been hanging out and stuff and, and, but then once the net kissing started, started like, all it, bets are off. 30 seconds later, I swear to God, all three of us are just naked in a pile fucking each other simultaneously. <laughs> like yeah. in every con and no who immediately I, it's like, I don't even know whose hand that is and I don't care. Oh no, I do know, who, you know, but it's just like, yeah. just so it was so fluid and Ariel had never had a girl, girl, girl threesome. Um, so that was just like, cause she's had like, you know, guy, girl, you know how, how yeah. people are and she's 23. And so, um, it was awesome to be like experiencing that with her for the first time too. You know, here's this person who's very differently, like, you know, she is bi. And so like, it was fun to get to have, you know, I think of her as a very sexual person who's probably had all kinds of experiences, but that she'd never had that before. And it was such a beautiful, and I don't think the girl had ever had anything quite like that before either, you know? Yeah. Um, and Oh, it was just awesome. And I didn't have any sense of jealousy at all, which, you know, is how I assumed it would be. But it was just like this beautiful, hot, and uh, Ariel's, both of her nipples are pierced. And then one of the girls are, and mine aren't. And then, like, Ariel and I have, our names are spelled the same, A-R-I-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. And so, like, getting to, like, kind of say my own name in bed and, like, hear the girl say both of our... Mm. And, it's, and it's just like, oh, and watching the girl have... Set, like fuck someone else and go down on someone else who does because I don't really come you know it's like my my coming is a whole thing and it's you can't really but so just wa getting to watch her make someone come and getting to see her like just be so good in bed in those traditional classic way you know yeah it was so hot and fun and wonderful and like something that I wouldn't get to experience at least not right now or maybe ever in my life if it weren't for some openness to group sex stuff yes <sighs> I know oh. It was so hot. Dude, it is the hottest thing this I've ever like, seen in my life. This is like a momentous kind of occasion, like especially in terms of like the gender fluid narrative. Like if we like listen to you, vibes. like when, yeah, where we, where we started this shit and like to where you are now where you're like, I'm like really open to the idea of group sex situations now. And it's like, dude, yes. Oh my God. So at one point, because you've won, you know, at one <laughs> change is possible. It's just so beautiful. It's just so great that like her, we have the same name so that I get to feel like everything. There's always all these twin dynamics of like things that Ariel and I have in common and then things that Ariel and Kate and Ariel and the girl have in common. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just like, there's <laughs> just like twin fantasies playing out and then like both of them are just like coming machines <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and so I'm just like <laughs> it's and like one of the first things that happened was the girl fucking both of us at the same time and that kind We're of like, like side by side back next to uh -huh. each other isn't that the best <laughs> see that's what I was talking oh, yeah, about like, like when, when Adrian was I fucking know. Jess and I on our backs next to each other and it's like what? two you know two brunette trans girls getting like finger fucked by like yeah it's yeah, like it's hot as and shit the, the girl and Ariel both have like long darker hair like long brown hair and the girl's like straightening it some but like they both really have curly hair and like there's just because that was at one point when we were on the molly and like and Ariel and I were, were talking together and connecting and I think before we made out maybe suddenly I looked at her from this one angle and I was like oh you look like the girl and like it was probably then that we started making out you know and it's just like i love it was like finding this universal love for yeah you finally found someone you had chemistry with in like a genuine mm -hmm. way is what it was and all the vibes were right and everything fell into place it's like people like go out and try and manufacture threesomes and it's really yeah, it's hard all about to. chemistry the chemistry just has to be there um at least from you know for it to be enjoyable and wonderful and like something that you want to do for four and a half hours um what was i gonna say oh yeah so then they had both come a bunch of times and then I, like at some point the uh, uh the attention got turned to me and i had that sense of like oh no they're gonna want me to come now and it's just like i the pressure of that i just was i just can't like uh, I was like, I don't know, because I don't know if it's going to happen with someone new. And I didn't want to get in my head about like the pressure to make it be this like magical moment. I just got I just immediately was like, 
I just can't, I just can't have this attention right now. Um, but it was really great because they were both so understanding. I mean, the girl knows me, but then Ariel was just really like accepting. She's a really, seems to be a really accepting person and like open and like, okay with vulnerable and, and weird, you know, kind of interactions, I guess. Um, and then, but then at some point when it was like, okay, yeah, maybe I will, you try to come. I was, I was like, uh, okay, I want the girl to be on top of Ariel. And then they like, were like grinding into each other when I was like using Ariel's leg for my purposes. Um, and then so watching the two of them, like just be in sync. Cause again, they, they both come well. And so like getting to like, just grind into each other in that way with them coming, I think at the same time. And then the girl being on top and like seeing her in that kind of candlelight, like just that golden and her hair and then just like her boot and as a whole. And it was the hottest thing I've ever, ever seen in my life. It's like when you said like getting to be in porn, like yeah. and feeling like who is directing this. I was like, I have, I, I think about it probably once every 17 minutes. And ever since that night, I just like, it's just, I, I start, I think about it and I just moan in life. <laughs> and then, so it was like right after they came, like literally three seconds later while they're kind of in that, then I was able to come and it was just like, Oh, right. This is me and my, like, um, now that they're distracted and they're not paying attention to me, I can come just kind of like the way, like someone, when, when I'm finally alone in the restroom, you know, last person leaves and my shy blood, you know, and now I can pee. Yeah. It was like exactly that. They're distracted. And you can like. And it, yeah. And I just had, and it's also like self-serving in a way. My shy bladder allows me to have more time in the restroom, which is more time alone, like Asperger's recharge time, as we said. And this orgasm, like, honestly, it's like, dude, I just got to watch like the hottest thing in the world and just be like a part of that, but also just watch it without anyone. You know what I mean? Like that pure voyeuristic yeah. pleasure. And now I can just, it's like finishing up the porn and then I came, you know? Hell yeah. Ah, <laughs> anyway, I'm so happy. One day for I would you. like to come in sync with other people, but and while that was happening, I was in the <laughs> ER. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, you went semulous. <laughs> oh, I'm happy for you. Knocking on wood that I don't get into a horrible maiming accident anytime soon. Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break and then uh, we'll come back with some more fun shit. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you like the podcast and want to leave us a review, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review like this one. Uh, I enjoyed the review from Creamy Pussy, five stars. It's called Oh Yeah, Just Like That. Excellent and thought-provoking content that can make anyone, no matter what your fetish is, feel a little less alone and a little turned on. Wink. Perfect. Give us more stuff like that. Yeah. Head on over to Apple Podcast and uh, drop us a review. Thanks. I'm pretty. I'm pretty high right now. Well, yeah. So I'm high. I'm like stoned high right now. And for the last week, I've been like, you know, last time we recorded, I had just broken my like bones mm-hmm. all my bones all of them. and like i'm have been pilled the fuck out on the couch just like in pain for a week and like finally i've like s- cut the painkillers and i'm like just like smoking weed and eating nibbling on edibles to like you know oh stay. dude i saw this 250 milligram edibles How's that? No, it's 250 milligrams total. They're 10 milligrams oh, a piece. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. Damn. The little 10 milligram gummies have been just like oh, smacking on. I was going to say, what I'm is happening to people's tolerance in these legal states? <laughs> Jesus. Getting fucking zooted, man. Uh, <laughs> no. But so I, no, I have eaten a couple of those this morning and just like smoked a bowl. So the shit hurts, but like I can't fucking do anything on painkillers. You know, I've never really fucked with pills before right like it's never been my thing like uh this has been an interesting experience just like let myself just get pilled the fuck out uh both i need it and like see what it was like and i'm not i'm not that big a fan of it like it could be i could see how it could be fun if you were like it was like a rainy day and you were like at home with somebody and you wanted to like just like snuggle down and like snow day yeah like yeah like pop a tram at all or something and like 
yeah, I can get on board with that. But just like going out to party on them, it's like I don't I, think people do that that much. I think yeah, they do. Really? Um, and, but yeah, people take them for like parties and things like that. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, for me personally, though, what I was finding was like it like zonked my personality. Mm-hmm. Like I like I felt like I was just like passively observing the world. And, like, wasn't really able to, like, engage in it at all. Yeah. I was just, like, it, it kind of sucked. Like, I felt very, like, very present in my own body, but not present within the world. Mm-hmm. And, like, it it was wild because I haven't been horny at all until, like, today. Like, it just, like, killed, like, all of my horniness. Like, yeah. Alexis blew me once, like, over that week. And, like, I didn't, didn't even... Come. Didn't take. Didn't come. No, I mean, I got super hard. Like she blew me for like yeah. thirty minutes. Like it was no, a great like half up hour your sexual response. For yeah, sure. but it was just like the most frustrating thing. It felt like I was just on the edge for like so long, and I was like leaking a lot of pre cum everywhere, but it just like wasn't like coming. I feel like coming. It, opiates constipate both your poop and your cum. Oh my god, that has been the other things. I haven't taken a shit all week until make any last beans. night. <laughs> like last night, and then to this morning, it was like. My body is just why I've had to run back to the bathroom four times. It's like my body's finally like done like holding in all the shit. It's just like, oh, it's been the fucking worst. Yeah. It just like makes me feel weird that I'm just like putting things in my body and nothing's coming out. It's like I haven't felt physically bad about it, right? I haven't felt like, oh, I'm constipated, but like something about the world felt out of balance. Totally. (laughs) You know, I I always feel out of balance until I take a shit. Like the way that men talk about emptying their balls. That's how I feel about pooping. Like, "Mm, it's not going to be okay. I'm going to be a little (laughs) on edge. And I just got, "Mm." yeah. So my whole like flirty online thing has kind of fallen off. Mm. Uh, And I mean, honestly, I think it's because one, I've been trapped on a couch all week. And so I haven't had like fun things to like post and engage with. But Mm. two, it's like, I've been on a fucking couch all week. So it's been a little bit more one-sided with me. Like, yeah, and I have no chill. I'm like on a couch pilled out. So it's just like, I need to just, I've just checked out. So I'm like, okay, I'm just fucking going to bounce and be cool for a few days because like, I'm going to, I'm trying to like, you know, get my life like started again. Like after this like week off, like it feels like I need, have so much shit I need to do. And like, I'm finally like cognizant and capable of doing it. And, uh, but that's going to help distract me from like, cause here's the thing is like, I love fucking flirting and chatting. And like, whenever I get a new like experiment going on, I like not, not experiment as in it, as if, and it doesn't have stakes. No. Yeah. But experiment is like, I've never done this before. And so like, let's, I'm figuring this out. I get excited about it and focus on it a lot. Yeah. I think I've been focusing on it too mm-hmm. much. And then Do- you've had too much time on your hands. Yeah. That's never good. You always want it. Like, that's what you say. You've had no chill. It's always so much better when circumstances prevent you from being able to get back to somebody or to think about somebody too much because then, you know what I mean? So like when you're, that's what polyamory can be so great for that because you only have so much time to give these various people, you know what I mean? And you have to be engaged. So you can't, you can't just like sit there and obsess about one person, you know, or just being busy, whatever. Mm -hmm. I always find, yeah, it really helps me because I'm just, if, if I were left to my own devices, yeah, there's all kinds of women that I would text back way too often. And what, you know, even, even with me trying not to, but because I'm so busy and there's so many different people in my life, like I'm like, I just have that chill built in. Thank God. Cause I have no chill. Yeah. Well, I had it built in until a week ago. Yeah. And I really, exactly. Was, Something like my, that. My chill took a nosedive. Uh-huh. <laughs> Despite being uh, on fucking opiates. Well, yeah, because that's why I was most chilled. I was yeah. just like, because I was on the fucking couch saying. watching TV. You had the wrong kind of chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too much chill. Too much chill somehow circles back to no chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the fucking tail of the snake eating its, it's own a, tail. Yeah. <laughs> snake eating its own chill. Oh. Oh, why can't snake just chill? <laughs> eating himself. He? Yeah. Well, that's one thing I haven't tried to do in a long time. Suck your own dick. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could probably <laughs> do it still. That's your next porn. Trans girl who can't get fully hard anymore. Just, <laughs> just like mouth pawing at the your Sisyphean own dick. Sisyphean task. <laughs> trying Sisyphean. to get hard. I like how you made Sisyphean. it into a sissify. Yeah. Like Sissification. Yeah, no, it was right. Sissyphean. <laughs> Sissyphean. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, yeah, but you should just like, I like the idea of you like pawing at your own dick, but you can't quite, you, you and your dick can't quite find each other. I think I'd do that it's for like 10 minutes and yeah. then like 
at, the, at 10 minutes in, someone walks in and Eight force cats. feeds me oh, Viagra. What? <laughs> <laughs> no cats. Oh. Eight kittens come up. <laughs> just start nibble climbing on, on me. Oh, nibble no, on just it. nibbling oh. on your dick. Just like the know. little rough tongues, just like licking it. I don't know. I'm just creating my porn. <laughs> it's art. This isn't porn. This is when art. When you say nibble, are you thinking like eating though? Or well, no, like, like they have their little, yeah, their little tongues, I guess. Um, I don't, I don't know what cats even do with their teeth, but yeah. So just a bunch of little kittens coming up and like just licking their licking your dick because there's no teeth, but it's sandpaper tongue. Does that hurt too much? It, it could probably be like a fine line, but depending on who you ask, you know, I might okay. like it. I guess like, but a cat's tongues always freak me out. I've been licked by a cat like on my arm a couple of times, and I, I hate it. Mm. It feels so. It it's feels so sandpaper. It feels so wrong with the but world. But that's what I'm wondering me. if that would be good or bad on a dick because I could see. I don't really understand the whole dick sensitivity thing. I don't because know. I still don't understand Eight why. Cats, you say if they're all looking at one. I don't know. Just for the art. This is for art. This yeah, is, yeah, I'm, this I'm just isn't trying even to imagine to the sensation. I think if I had eight tiny little tongues, it could, could be, be okay. intense. Yeah, oh, sure. Maybe good. How about yeah. one one little cat then? One little no. tiny kitten. <laughs> that's too that's, too. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, intimate. <laughs> if it's three or four cats, okay. This is, this is impersonal. As as I'll go. Yeah, we need. Okay, fine. Five, five cat, five kittens is maybe the ideal, where it's not I so intimate eight. and personal. No, I like. Oh, I, oh, I thought you were saying like, that was too much. No, I like the abundance oh, okay. of sensation. I think that would be the thing. It's just like whoa, so much going on, like so or, much to focus on. Or what about this? Okay, because you know people look at all up in arms about bestiality. But well, like my idea, like I don't know how you're imagining that you're going to be on it, but I'm imagine this dude like kind of like a glory hole situation oh okay. like he's like behind a wall and he's but he's it's oh, kinda, that's it's, a great glory it's hole kind of, it's kind of bds just a bunch of kittens your, <laughs> you stick your dick through and like then you're like locked into it so you can't move and then a bunch of kittens are in like this little room and there is a porn to make yeah. okay let's make that porn but it's all kittens and puppies <laughs> he doesn't know what's on the other side right <laughs> yeah you know at some point that it's eight <laughs> tiny tongues <laughs> <laughs> but who can say? Like, you can, it's, hard, it's so hard to tell what the stimuli is. Um, yeah, I think we should definitely make that. That is so cute. Right, because the dude's like strapped, like it's spread not even wrong. To the wall, so he is can't it move, wrong? Right? Okay, it's, is it wrong? Because the one, the dude's putting, or the person's putting their dick through a hole, so they're just doing the glory hole, assuming you know it's just a consensual situation. And then the kittens are just doing whatever they want to do. No one's making them. We're not sprinkling crack on the dick or anything, you know. So, I mean, it's. I guess it's on our part that it's wrong. But yeah, but it is like. But funny if we as just fuck. if we just <laughs> set up a glory hole and release kittens nearby, and, and the kittens happen to play, the kittens with the happen dick. to play with the dick. Then I feel like we've almost removed our own culpability. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a big room. They have Legally, room. They have room to move around in besides yeah, the dick right no, in front no, of no. them. No, no, no. This is not like they're in a cage for twenty years and they're bored. And anyway, they're kittens. It's but. like the puppy bowl kind of thing, but with yeah. kittens and a dick. That's the gender fluids puppy bowl. Watch for it this Thanksgiving. <laughs> no puppies, no bowls. It'll be live glory hole that happens to j- empty out into a field of small animals of various species. Oh, dude, what if we had like little ducklings and they were biting your dick with those like fucking psychotic sci-fi looking teeth? Uh, Have you I ever seen that... like duck and goose mouths? No. They're fucked up, man. They're fucked up. I'd be more interested in checking out those corkscrew vaginas. Those corkscrew vaginas? <laughs> just, just in terms of like sensations that you'd want to check out with a duck because they, they have these infamous corkscrew dicks and corkscrew vaginas and it's like yeah what does that feel like just keep like not, not even it's not even sexual but just no. in that kind of like the curiosity of sticking if you can stick a pinky in there and just kind of feel like a fidget spinner you know what i mean yeah just like something to do with your hands yeah like a little duck flashlight i guess yeah I could have fun with that. We'll, we'll say flashlight for this. <laughs> I mean, just as a dick having person, like the idea of my dick going in and then immediately taking a hard right and a hard I left know. and a hard right kind of hurts. But yeah. like if I had a corkscrew dick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that slips in together. Is, like, well, is it malleable gooey. enough that like, have when you it, ever like, seen the duck dick? It's like not a real, it's not like a dick the way we think about it. It's like this weird gooey thing that like shoots out of them. It's like a very, mal- it's like a yeah, very. So it slithers up into the. Yeah. That's, that's hot creepy as shit. Oh, no, yeah. Well, see if it was like hard and painful, like a painful kind yeah. of like it's having to like break <laughs> as it moves up. That I'm yeah. not into it, but if it's like a slimy tentacle thing. No, it's very tentacle. Yeah, yeah. You would be into that. Fucking on board, man. You should get into duck tentacle stuff. Like no, I once don't when like. Have eight. I mean, I enjoy feeding ducks <laughs> and like looking at ducks, but I don't. 
don't have any sort yeah. of like they're not the hottest animals. No, not really. Not that sexually inspiring. But um, even okay. in all the egg laying things, ducks never come up. Yeah. Know? Yeah, ducks just like, not no occupying a lot like of a our sexual imagination. No, it's like, dude, it's a duck. Mm. It's a thing you do. Or They kind of look mentally handicapped, all of them. You know what I mean? With that little perma smile on their <laughs> faces. And there's just something. Eh, there's just something. Anyway. Um, okay, but a different direction for, for bestiality talk. What about, people talk, think about like fucking dogs you know, and then we talk about how, well, we, you don't want to fuck a dog, but if it eats you out, is that even wrong? Whatever kind of thing. But then what I'm thinking is, what about like just just like fucking maybe a few dogs creating kind of a circle, like you can fuck through them just so you can enjoy the fur, like some soft fluff. Like on the girl's dog, for instance, if we took four very soft little runt chihuahuas and then just you know what i mean made like rubber a flashlight out of that together. rubber banded them together <laughs> i can see fucking that seems like very pleasant for a dick i don't again i don't really know but just for my arm that would feel nice to just feel fur like that and i'm just curious would that feel good on a dick not that I we think, should do it but would that feel good i think if it was like you know like a like a retriever kind of fur, like a fl- very be soft, fluffy. What yeah. about those kind of curly ones, like a poodly or um, that could work, but that it terrier. couldn't be too coarse. Or a golden doodle. Want, so like, so like your the girl's dog, its hair is too coarse. See, it's like medium fluffy. Yeah, that's, but we that's, want that would be painful. You want you want. Well, I think if you, it depends fluff. on which direction you go, because one direction of that. Uh, Chihuahua hair is quite soft, and then the other one's a little coarse. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if so I'm thinking to go about back and forth, if I'm putting my dick in between, I say four golden dogs. doodle. I say four baby miniature golden doodles. Probably the best. That's probably the best right there. No yeah. wonder they're so expensive. Well, now we know what the rich are doing with <laughs> now those. Now we know. Well, of course they are. They're fucking kids and golden doodles, guys. I know you don't know it, but it's going to be the new scandal that comes out in a few years where it turns out they're not only fucking children, the rich are also fucking dogs. They're not their buttholes necessarily, just they their are soft, soft, they are rubber together. <laughs> together and then something fucking their soft, soft fur. Because uh, who wouldn't? If you could afford four golden, golden doodle puppies. Yeah, why not? Who's going to stop me? Yeah, and <laughs> it's gonna, I mean, you have to do it. What once. do I do within the privacy of my own home? It's, <laughs> it's not, none of not your to fucking c- business. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Speaking of rubber bands, you want to hear a wild gender flashback I had? Sure. So I had a flashback to being in like the oh maybe my it's hard to place where this was. I think this was probably around the time that I was like a freshman in high school maybe about to be a sophomore, but probably a freshman. And I figured out that like I was trans, right? But like mm-hmm. to me it was still science fiction. And I was like having all of these like wild like pr- thoughts and processing things and emotions and like with stealing underwear from like store like girls' underwear from stores to like wear and like and then one time my parents found them and threw them all away. And like was like, you know, the, being gay is fine, but that's just weird. Well, like, you had a bad whole... fashion sense or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no daughter of ours before this cheap tacky underwear. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, that was fine. Uh, and so like in my head I was like, Well, this is just a science fiction thing. This is a thing that like I can never actually go through with. Like there's no way I can ever set so to find a way to compromise it. And but I've still I'd just gotten like an like a little eye touch, like the iPod touch mm-hmm. and w- found out that it had Wi-Fi on it, which my parents didn't know. So I was able to get on the internet and I was reading all of these like forums and blogs and I was reading about like orchiectomies where like you're getting your balls like cut out and taken yes. out, but like you, your dick stays. And I was like trying to plan like it's different procedures me. and things. But then during, so you were going to get rid of your balls and not your dick. Yeah, that was my yes. plan. But like, um, uh, same page. I was like, well, it's like a halfway step. Um, it, you know, I could still like be, anyhow, uh, I could still be me like around my parents, but like it would be a lot easier for like wearing these panties I want to wear. Right of the balls. But yeah. I thought the balls help you tuck your dick. No, the balls are just always in the way. They, they help oh. nobody. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, couldn't agree more. At least for me, like I don't enjoy sucking them. I don't enjoy anything about them. I wish they were gone. I like my dick. My dick's fine. But if fine. we could fuck, if we could breed only the men whose balls are a little smaller and more tucked up into their body for several Perfect. million years, years, we could really, yeah. Oh, that'd be so great. Improve. Anyways, so this town that I was living in when I was going through all this like early, like how could I like fuck my body up or what could I do to my body to like change it to start the process of transition without anybody noticing. 
um, when I was going through all these like things and experiments, like I stole like estrogen pills from Walmart and was like, just like dosing myself with estrogen for a while. Um, was it, we might estrogen pills. I don't, like, I don't know. Was, I just looked for like something like, that said like estrogen female supplements and like that had like, progest- it was like, had, like progesterone and shit in it. So they had stuff that was over the counter or uh, whatever. Or on the, whatever. And it was just like the stuff I found on these forums that like told me like this is the closest thing you can get like without something like getting for, a prescription and like you can st- get it from these places. Right. Yeah. For like menopause like, or something. Or, yeah. Yeah. So I was doing all that, but this is a super small farming town and my friend uh, had a goat farm and she was talking about how they uh, circumcised or not circumcised but castrated goats and yeah. the way they castrate goats is by taking rubber bands and like putting and tightening around the goat's dick like a bunch of times until uh, and just it, like you do on your finger kind of and then yeah. it cuts off the blood circulation sure. and you just leave it there until it fucking falls off uh-huh. or, or there might be an extra step or something but this is <laughs> I forget what the extra step after you that is. You may have to get a soldering iron out at one point. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, but I, I'll never forget like going back home that night and being like, I could, I, I wonder if I could this. do that to my dick. And so like, you didn't think about your balls, you thought about your dick? Yeah. I was thinking like, I can do it to like my dick. Like, and so I like tried it for like a little bit and like, would like, instead of like cutting myself would like do this thing where I would just like take little rubber bands and like tighten them around my dick and like make it really hurt and like think about it falling off and then take the take the rubber band off because I knew I couldn't actually ever go through with it because I would my parents would have to find out and that'd be a whole thing sure yeah <laughs> so there's a chipper end to that but like I that that memory just came back to me the other day you know one of those things I was like holy fuck I did do that and mm-hmm. like that you were when I misheard rubber bands earlier I was like oh yeah you want to hear a <laughs> rubber band story <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you know that the third weekend of the month is the weekend where I do both of the shows that I produce and host? On Friday, the 16th, uh, is my show Backyard Sluts that I do with Candace Medina. And it is at 8 p.m. and it's at 604 Fairfield Lane. And there's food and drinks and stuff. And it is a dirty themed show. And so don't come if you're, if you're an awful person. But come if you have an awful sense of humor. Okay, and then on Saturday, the 17th is uh, the next off script, and it's going to be at 10 p.m. at the Fallout Theater, as always. There are tickets if you go to my Instagram or whatever, and that's the show where we do stand up and you can heckle. And this time, we're going to have Pat Dean also heckle the comics. We're going to give him a microphone and let him also heckle the comics. So it's going to be extra fun, and I'm taking that show to new places. So I hope you come. Well, okay, so I was at a show the other day, and um, it wasn't even when I was on stage that it, this came up. It was some other comic, and they were talking about some fetishes or something, and some woman called, or it was like, what do you watch on Pornhub? And this girl yelled out, sacrifice porn. And everyone like turned to her to be like, go on. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like the comic was like, yeah, what, uh, wait, what is that? And she's like, Oh no, no. Like all of a sudden, like it was one of those rhetorical questions. She wasn't really like, she shouldn't have just yelled it out if she didn't want the attention. But all of a sudden she I, was I like, I think she didn't realize what she, she, was, she didn't realize what she's getting into. And she also was, like, I think, that was a little bit of a personal slip. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Oh, I'm vulnerable. I'm exposed. And yeah. So even during my set, like she, she was now sitting in the audience. Um, and so then I was like, wait a minute, aren't you the sacrifice porn girl? Like, I do want to know what that is. Like, and then she wouldn't say, she's like, I can tell you after the show. And it would turn out because like, you know, we had this whole conversation, me in the crowd. And like, it would turn out that she and I were really the only queer people there. Well, and you know, the girl in the back, but you know, there was like kind of an immediate few rows of audience. Mm -hmm. And then there were other people in like the back. And in the few rows of audience, it was like, just a bunch of straights. And then me and that girl who's, I mean, she's just, uh, you know, she's a bi chick who's kinky and whatever. And it's like, 
we were the only ones who even had any like relationship to queerness yeah, consciously in that room. And so it's just like, Oh, just to this group of people, I'm not sure I want to talk about sacrifice porn right now. Yeah. But now I'm like, Ooh, sacrifice porn. It feels like we've almost probably talked about stuff like that, but it's also like, you might have tiptoed around it. Well, cause but, you know how I feel I mean, about like the star Wars, the Ewok people like roasting you over a yeah, fire. So and then, you know, yeah, like sacrifice, sacrificial rights like that, where someone's being um, used sexually and then killed for some reason has always turned me on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm like way in. It's a thing. I mean, I, I've never gotten into it just because like, I don't like death involved in my porn personally. Like it's never been, that's not my MO. And like, that's usually where sacrifice goes. It's like someone's being killed or like, there's like demons and spirits involved and I just don't fuck with deers and demons and spirits like that. You know, uh, like that shit freaks me out IRL and definitely don't want it in my porn. I don't like possessions. I don't like. I don't like I don't like the idea of being sacrificed to a thing. I the the only type of sacrifice that I like in my porn is like in some sort of apocalyptic situation or some sort of space fantasy where I sacrifice myself to like save other people. I can get on that. Like I'm like Aww. you know like they need to escape and so I like you know stay behind to like close the hatch door in some space station but then I get like you know captured by a you know this evil monster alien that fucks me horribly and then kills me right like mm-hmm. i can i can kind of go there with that situation but i don't like you know the whole the whole being strapped down to a stone tablet and like you're you're like already your face like whoa dude i mean, I mean like me i'm more. just having flashbacks to my childhood <laughs> where we would learn about the mayans or something in school and i would be like up oh, can't wait to get home <laughs> see that green blanket <laughs> Uh, (laughs) you know i mean like i don't know why like i know like i'm not i don't i hate death you know um for me and my loved ones Uh, other people's fine um but but it's like not when it's when i was thinking about the ewoks roasting me over a fire or i was thinking about being tied up on some like like pyramid you know like so we're on some enormous pyramid and i'm at the top of that and there's some guy around like i'm not really thinking about death i don't it's hard to explain it was just more like the scenario the situation it's symbolic or something it's like metaphoric in my mind like it's i wasn't reflecting on death really i wasn't like thinking about oh i'm gonna die it was just the setting i think more than anything it's just like Uh. that kind of Cause it's, and then, I don't know, maybe I don't want to think of, a, maybe I didn't want to think about sex. Maybe I didn't really want to think about, like, a man, like, thrusting his dick into me. And so, like, the knife is more of a just, like, that's something that can be hot to me that's not, like, some, you know, because I, would, I wouldn't really think about dicks inside of vaginas. I don't know. Because now, because yeah. I, I, when I would do the stockades thing, it was like, okay, there's two holes for your boobs and then one hole for your vagina, but I, I don't know because I was like rubbing my clit and not fucking myself. I think I wasn't really thinking about like getting penetrated. And I think this is what, this is why they don't like masturbation. These people who think that like that turned me into a lesbian because now instead of fantasizing about getting fucked by a dick, I was fantasizing about, you know, scissoring basically stuff like that. Probably turned me gay probably turn me gay yeah sacrifice okay. i think sacrifice fantasies probably turn me gay mm-hmm. i mean i can get into like sexual sacrifices and ritual right uh-huh. like so like if you're gonna like fuck my spirit out of me or something i can i could kind of get on board with that mm-hmm. and i do like the idea of like being used like being everything used, everything yeah. up until you're like, completely the, being used when they're sacrificing yeah I, I, I like being used in some sort of ritual like that but like actually like sacrificing me is like the part that I just can't get on board with. That's the thing. That's what's so bizarre is like I said, whether it was like on the tower or being roasted on a fire, like obviously you're going to die if you, but death was never a part of that. It was just the tableau that was hot to me being roasted over a fire. Like the, no one ever got, was like, ow, I'm being charred. This, you know, it wasn't like that. It was just like, I guess CGI effects, you know, like everyone, it's just a fantasy and there's really, there really wasn't any death in it. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I dig it. Sacrifice. Yeah. It's one of those things. Like I don't, I I never realized like that's 
that was one of my things. It's absolutely one of my things. Sacrifice stuff. You know? It's kind of a, a cool one. Kink. Yeah. Yeah. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo Ha Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big... Asses. Woman of size is plus size. Latina. Flawed. Curvy. Curvy. Thick queen. Queer. Fat. Black. Disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.